Welcome back to Let's Get Trashed, the number one podcast in America. Number one. We did it, folks. Thanks to you and your support, we passed Joe Rogan. And uh Honestly, pretty easily. Yeah, I didn't even realize it. I just got a I just got a plaque in the mail from YouTube telling me I was the top podcaster. Top top. Yeah. It's it's I haven't hung it up yet. I'll show you on a different episode. You but, think I afforded this iced coffee. Yeah. Um yeah, we beat Joe Rogan. We beat uh Dak Shepard. We beat That's a top one. Yep. We beat every woman that talks about true crime. Yep. God, thank God. Um that, that was getting old. That I mean that that, ha- getting old. that happened that happened week four that happened episode four yeah. or five. I mean that was a, that was an easy one. So can't let's not pretend. Um those are bad. We beat I don't know if they're a podcast, but those guys I just heard about uh on the internet, one of them cheated on their wife and now like everybody's fucking so upset. Everyone cares about people cheating on their wives. The uh um the try guys, apparently it's just Oh yeah. It's just dudes who try things. Um and I've never heard of this I've never heard of this shit ever. Mm-hmm. Until one of the dudes like got caught cheating on his wife, and people are having a meltdown. Yeah, and then it's like I've never, I've never heard of this. How is everybody? How is everybody so upset? I hadn't heard of it either. I was actually uh, I had some friends over last night, and half of the half of them it was like eight of us there. We're very invested into this uh, scandal, and we watched the apology video from the staff of that production company, YouTube production company, and uh, it was absolutely riveting. Um, guy cheats on his wife, mm-hmm. and people care for some reason, even though they don't personally yeah. know him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so whatever that is is wild. I mean, the I don't even like the most important things. I just I can't imagine. It there's it it's just crazy because it's so many I've just never heard of this thing, so for it to go from I've never even heard of this to there's a rabid fan base in the billions of people that are like obsessed yeah. with this shit. I hadn't heard of it either. I think they started out probably way back in the day, like before YouTube was really like. No, I heard they were like Buzzfeed guys. So, oh, is that? What yeah, it they was? were like uh, they've been around though, they, right? I mean, not for that long. They okay. were they were Buzzfeed guys who yeah, I guess I don't started know. a thing, yeah. but it's just crazy because it's like and it, the fact it's in English, like it's I can understand if you told me if you told me the top movie star in like China or India or whatever did something fucked up and and the billion people in India or Bangladesh or China or whatever yeah. like there's a billion people in each of those countries they were all upset about it. I would be like. Oh, I never heard of that, but I understand. I understand there's an entire world that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. But. I mean, just BuzzFeed dorks who try BuzzFeed new food. white guy who, well, yeah, would cheat, I guess she was cheating on his wife or was found at a cafe with one of the staff members. That's what it was. And then they were like, whoa, what's up with this? And then he came clean, essentially. So, okay. Pretty cut and dry cheat scenario. Definitely uh, fucked up, but who cares at the same time? Yeah. Either way, we're bigger than them. Yeah. Um. So and and here's here's we the thing. We don't cheat on our wives. Well, because we're single. Yeah. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, 
And also, now that I'm super famous, it's I, time to cheat on your wife. I can't wait to get a wife so I can <laughs> cheat on her. That's that's why you that's why you that's get why into you do it. That's why you get into entertainment, folks. That's why for that's a, why every for a man red hot scandal. That's why hot, every man is scandal. in this business. Yeah, that we call show. It Dude, has, because man, the people that have a scandal and come like out of the scandal, it's like God, man. There's like that's like a new level of fame. Yeah, you know? that's like impressive as fuck. I don't I don't want a scandal. It sounds dangerous. Let's but, put our microphone by our mouths. Can you hear me? Now, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's because I don't have headphones this time. You're, you're putting, yeah. You want to use these headphones? No, no, no. I got you. Okay. I'll do it. Because yeah. you, you put it up to your throat like you have a, like you had a tracheotomy. Yeah. Like you're a. Scandal, baby. Like you're a cigarette. I'm ready to. Guys, I, I am. I need a scandal. I, this is how we're doing. Like, yeah. Cigarette scandal. Microphone C- to the mouth. You Cigar- can have the headphones. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't bring headphones today. You so can have now mine. I'm getting roasted. No, I don't want them. I'm All right. Do it right. Um. All right. Well, yeah. Anyway, we're bigger than those guys. Um, we're bigger than. Uh, ew! I just found out about the most. I found about the lamest show ever. I've never heard what of it. Show? There's a show called Mueller. She wrote, and it's a group of women. Like, the entire podcast is dissecting the Mueller report from 2017. Talk. It's it's okay. just like it's just an anti-Trump podcast. Yeah. Uh, talking about you know the Robert Mueller and. And it's just like we we di- we di- make it into digestible, funny sound bites, and it's like that sounds like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. Um, I hope all of those women get scandals. I hope their husbands cheat on them. Every single one of their husbands is secretly voting for Trump, <laughs> guaranteed. They, first of all, guaranteed. if they're if they if they're married at all, but guaranteed, any man they come in contact with is voting for Trump. <laughs> Which I'm not saying that that's cool. What I am saying is... It's funny. What I, well, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> what I am saying is, ladies, you're doing more harm than good. Yeah, give Trump more content. Good job. <sighs> Mueller, she wrote. Ugh. That made, me, that made me want to throw up in my bed when I was reading that today. All right. Uh, here, on to something less disgusting in a Robert Mueller themed podcast. <laughs> uh we're talking about the black phone today. Black phone. Um Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Uh you know, I talked to Ethan Hawke once. You know what's so funny? Did he really? Yeah. I've got a Barely. I've got a way less interesting story than you do, but let me hear it. Okay, mine might may be less interesting than yours. E- this is what happened. No, it can't be less interesting than mine. Okay. Uh, I am a sound engineer and musician. I've been doing sound for about 10 years. Uh, I got hired to do this um, event, and uh, Ethan Hawke was staying at this, like, kind of hotel. It wasn't a hotel. Uh, I think it's off Gibson Street. It's kind of a secretive hotel, I think, for celebrities or, like, very rich people. Okay. But it's on South Congress. And uh, he was staying there with some other, like, B-list actors that I kind of recognized, and I was like, man. Other B-list as in he's B-list? No, like uh, just sorry. Other actors who were that, that were like kind of recognizable, kind of not. And I was setting up, and it was like they were just sitting like very close to me. And I'm like, man, I would love to say like, hey, man, I loved you in such and such. But at the time, I couldn't think of a movie that I knew him from. <laughs> and now I'm pretty familiar with his catalog, I think. Um, but I was other like, than the helicopter one, I don't even know that movie. Black Hawk Down, that was him, right? I have no idea. 
I don't. I he's a dude that's like in my mind that's like famous. Yeah. But honestly, other than the movie like we're talking about right now, off the top of my head, he's not a dude I can be like. I recognize him from something. Oh, I mean, I definitely know who he is because. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, so I was hoping to say something to him, and uh, I couldn't think of a movie. And I'm like, well, if I get the opportunity, I would love to say like talk to him, but I don't want to bother him. So that's kind of in the back of my mind. Of course. Setting the shit up. Every, I go outside. I was smoking cigarettes at the time. And uh, I'm smoking a cigarette. Looking at my phone, someone walks past me and says, hey, how's it going, man? It's Ethan Hawke. He comes up to you. He, he approaches me. But he was just – it wasn't like a stop and talk to me. It was like a passerby. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, what's up, man? I didn't really like look up from my phone. Yeah. And I missed my opportunity to like – properly engaged I would be like yeah. hey you're Ethan Hawke right I liked you and such and such I was so in like my phone and my cigarette that uh-huh. I, I, I like played off as like a I'm busy right now type of cert person uh-huh. and you're, I missed you're, it you're too busy for Ethan Hawke I was too busy for Ethan Hawke yeah that cigarette was hidden so that's I, that's I I was right it's a much better story than mine because <laughs> Here's what happened to me. This was in March of 2022. Yeah. This was South by Southwest. That was nice of him, though. He was very friendly. Hey. We'll say that. I've heard okay. he's great. I got, you know, yeah. I'm sure, you know, he said hi to a stranger. That's, yeah, it was super nice. That's a very polite thing to do in Texas. Yeah. That's what, you know. Um, so, South by Southwest, I'm downtown getting my, picking up my, uh, my South by Southwest wristband, artist wristband at the convention center. Um, there's a little art exhibit downstairs across the street put on by meow wolf that i love so I, me Sick. and me and a couple buddies of mine went to go check out the meow wolf art exhibit uh we we walked there i walk right in say hi to the lady taking or checking tickets or whatever i walk right in i'm looking around uh the two guys i'm with they lagged behind me they they, sh- they got into the building like two minutes after i did three minutes after i did i was like you know I didn't even ask him. It wasn't even long enough for me to be like, what happened to you guys? Yeah, I just, yeah. they just walked up after me. And uh, one of them comes up to me and says, he says, man, I just met Ethan Hawke outside and got to talk to him. Nice. I was like, really? Like, I didn't even. Yeah. I would have walked. I must have walked by him and not even seen him. I'm not a hunt. He had really long hair at the time. Okay. Just like in this film. Yeah, yeah. So I might not have even recognized him anyways. Mm-hmm. Not that I necessarily even would. I genuinely don't really know what he looks like. Like, I don't think he's a type of celebrity I would recognize, like, yeah. on the street. But yeah. So my two friends met Ethan Hawke, and I just strolled on by and went to the art exhibit. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even think of a movie anyways. I think I would have looked like an absolute fool. He was a uh, he must have been in town for the South by Film Festival promoting this film. It must have been it must have been doing pr- Oh, this was very recently. This was March. Oh, wow. Okay. 6 months yeah, ago. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he's always in something. 7 months Every ago. year he's in something. Is he? I think so. I mean, he's 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 working. He's been working. He's in shit all the time, man. Is he a star? I mean, is he like I, I don't think he's a star. I don't. What's the movie he did before Black Phone? What was his last movie? Yeah, that's the thing is I don't, I don't think of like, I don't know. I he, know what you mean. I know what you mean. He inhabits that. He inhabits that like. He's kind of the perfect amount of fame, in my opinion. 
I mean, I get. I mean, yeah. As far as like living your life, like, yeah. As far bro. as your aspirations of being famous, oh yeah. Yeah, he, I would take Ethan Hawke's fame for sure. Bro, he's like he has the perfect level of fame in my opinion. He's actually now that we're the top podcast on earth, he's probably even lower than us. Unfortunately, yeah. He pro- oh, this is what I was going to compliment him on a movie what? called Predestination. Never. Heard I was of it. like, I don't think any a lot of people have, but I was like, may uh, oh, what's the movie? Oh, Predestination. But I think wait. Like, it, oh, he was in Training Day. I guess so. He was the he, he was, was the, in the Northman. Oh yeah, he was in the Northman. Really? Yeah, he was the dad. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's the other thing is he was he was all he was all bearded up and he was all Vikinged up for that shit. So yeah, I've never seen any of the before Sunrise movies. I can't imagine those are good. Um, yeah, I'm the Magnificent Seven. I actually liked him in that movie. The remake. Uh, and he's doing. I think he's doing another like westerny role. Uh, actually, I thought he was kind of cool. Here, in that pull movie. that shit over here so I can. Sorry, bud. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um. Um. Blaze. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, dude. There's a lot of who gives a shit in, in Adopt a Highway 2019. Never heard of that. Never heard of it. Yeah. 2016 in a Valley of Violence. Never heard of that. Yeah, dude. He's like I was about to say. He inhabits Tesla. Never exactly. Yeah, he inhabits this weird like space of he's like Christian Slater ish. With like where he has some really he has some really good movies, yeah. but he's mostly a who gives a shit kind of guy. Unfortunately, I yeah. think yeah. The I mean the coolest thing about him is that he's like married or maybe he's not even still married to her, but Uma Thurman. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah, him and yeah. Uma Thurman were married. They have a daughter mm-hmm. who's also who's an actress now. Uh-huh. Who's, uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I think she's pretty. I think she's pretty hot, but she looks exactly like her, Maya oh, Hawk. Uh, yeah, Maya Hawk. Yeah, yes. And and the the joke, uh, a common joke you'll see on the internet is like Maya Hawk looks like if Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman had a baby. Because they, yeah. A, that's exactly what happened. But B, she literally does look like that. Like you can look at Maya yeah, Hawk, and does. you can you can tell which half of her is Uma Thurman, yeah, and which half of her is Ethan. Like she didn't get like a blend. She got like both. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, she got like it's like when you're creating your when you have to create your avatar on like a video game, mm-hmm. but you're playing it with your girlfriend. She's like, let's do my hair and your nose and yeah. my eyes and your lips, like. And then you just Both, create, baby. yeah, you create this little Nintendo character that doesn't look like a person, but looks like the two people. Um. Anyway, so that's this that. is probably the most obvious Ethan Hawke role. Like, oh, Ethan Hawke, this movie, this year, you know, like well, where these other movies were like, what? I don't know. Well, like, the, he was in Training Day, according to that thing. Was he so. a dude in Training Day? Yeah, I guess he was. He was the. He's, he's Denzel's he's counter, counterpart. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know, hey Jake, I didn't know you like to get wet. He's he's Jake. So that was really. I mean, that's like, that must be it. That's how. That's so good. You get to be famous forever because of that. Yeah. Um, because of how great he was in Training Day, how great that movie is. Um, <clears throat> he's pretty young when that comes out. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, thirty. So you get to be. You get to be famous forever. That's a, that's a movie of the caliber of like, um, you're in. It's yeah, like, like yeah, no matter in. how many no matter how many pieces of dog shit you do after that, casting directors are always going to be like, "Ooh, what about Ethan Hawke?" And he's like, "I don't know. He hasn't been good lately." Yeah, but look at Training Day. Yeah, 
He uh, wasn't training day. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a lot of like cash. That's how you know Kevin Costner gets to be. I mean, he made some of the worst movies ever. <laughs> yeah. But he also he won a fucking Oscar mm-hmm. and and did like did was it Dancing with Wolves? Yeah. Yeah. He, gets, he just does he Christian did, movies. Kevin Costner? Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. He's like the dad in a Christian movie. Christian as in like like Kevin like, Sorbo Christian, like, like bad uh, Christian. Like low budget like like Mercy Me, like what's that what's that movie that came out? Uh I can only imagine like he plays the dad in that. That's the name of the movie? Yeah. I Is it named imagine. after that song? It's, po- a, it's, it's about named, that song. It's named after that song that was popular that song when I was in so much money. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. It still makes money. Every Every church praise band played it exclusively yeah, from 2004 totally. to 2007. I know that for a fact because yep. that's when I was uh, in the scene. Yeah, hardcore scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were more straight edge. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's talk about this movie. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, and we will do a – we'll talk about it and then we'll do a little spoiler designation because I don't want to spoil it for the people who haven't seen it. Okay. Which is a good sign. Because uh-huh. usually, folks, if, if y'all haven't been um, studying... You don't give a shit. If you haven't been studying Let's Get Trashed game tape, you might not understand one of my tendencies, but that is the only time, or not the only, but most frequently, the reason I try to separate spoilers is because I'm going to recommend you go see it. Mm-hmm. I hate to I hate to telegraph my intentions this sure. early on. Yeah. I know I should be keeping you on the edge of your seat waiting for my recommendation at the end of this. But if I just talk about a movie and sp- start spoiling the shit out of it, it's because I'm like, don't go see this. But yeah, if I if I think there's a good break, it's probably because I'm going to tell you to maybe check it out. <clears throat> um, the 70s, Denver. Yeah. Late 70s. Mm-hmm. We're in Denver, which is very extra creepy because uh, I'm flying to Denver Ooh. 36 hours from now. Don't use any phones. I'm going to go. I'm going to look around. Ghost call you. While I'm in town, while I'm in Denver, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to get to the old ass I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I'm just going to walk around. I'm going <laughs> to go in an antique store and pick up phones. Hello? I'm just going to start, I'm just going to start kicking in the doors to houses looking yeah. for. Are there kids in here? Yeah. I'm just going up, <laughs> just going up to any dude. Did you kidnap any kids? Any dude with long hair and be like, and fucking shake him down. Grab if you him by see his, a magician, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna grab him by his fucking lapel and be like, "You give, you give me those fucking kids Where right now." Where are the kids at? Yeah. Where'd you put them childrens? Uh, so this town's having a rough go of it, folks. Uh, we don't even do we even know the name of this town? We don't know. It doesn't matter. It's it says North Denver. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. Just, yeah, so it's, it's some suburb in Denver. Yeah. And kids are going missing. Yeah. They are like, there's been three abductions so far. It starts off with our main character uh, almost almost winning a baseball game, but giving up a, uh, giving up a walk-off home run on the on the third strike would have should have been strike three but instead he gives up a fucking walk-off homer and they lose they lose instantly um <clears throat> so we've got uh um Finn yeah Are you looking for names yeah i guess i'm just trying to think of what i even want to say 
Um, but anyway, kids are getting abducted, and and every every all the kids know it. They're talking. About yeah, it, every you know. month it's it's the topic. It's what kids are talking. It's what everybody's concerned about. Why are kids going? There's been four missing so far. After the after the baseball game, a fifth kid goes missing. Yep. Or a fourth kid goes missing. A uh, couple months later, um, our main character's you know friend goes missing. Yep. Uh, that's kid number five is missing. Damn. Uh huh. All boys. All boys. All all boys going missing. Um, teenage boys, you know, high middle school, early high school, whatever. They're like seventh to tenth grade, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, kids are going missing. We've got our main character and and his precocious sister. We have an abusive father. I did not like this guy in this movie. Yeah, I mean, not as like a character as like an actor. Oh, you thought you thought it was bad I acting. He was pretty bad. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, he was very. What what did he? What didn't you I like think about? he was eating his lines a little too much, and yeah. like his pacing was bad, okay. and it just felt. I thought the little girl was killing it, and I was like, he's getting in the way of this of her performance. Yeah, yeah like I, she was really good. I'll say right off the bat, I typically am not a huge fan of like kids in movies. I mm-hmm. don't like child actors. Child, yeah, I don't like children and stuff. Yeah. I don't like a lot of stories that revolve around children. I don't think they particularly have fascinating lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like it because they always give them way too much. Like they give them adult style level yes, dialogue. That's the yeah. And they did that. I actually, I actually did that to this girl in this movie, and I did not like that. But that wasn't her fault. She's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. She has she has too much. In order to make the dialogue snappy and and smart, they have to give these kids too much real world like wherewithal. Yeah, you know this girl's she's younger. She's in she's in seventh grade. He's in ninth grade. Whatever it is, they're something like that. Um, and she's you know she's snapping off she's clever lines. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to she's, these detectives. Yeah, uh, which you know. I'm just not a fan of it. Doesn't that kind of stuff doesn't ring true? Which I guess is silly to say in a movie like this. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, and and more importantly, let's even set the tone before we yeah. even talk even further about the abductions. Um, let's talk about this Denver 1978 town that is rife with teen violence. Yeah. This entire, reason. it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching it. This entire, like, setup to the film, it's just, it's all about, like, bullying. And his best friend is a is a super strong kid that beats the shit out of another bully. He beats the shit out of, like, the biggest bully in school. Yeah. Because it's like, this kid's the actual strongest kid. But he's not really a bully. He's just a, he you know, he's just a dude that doesn't take shit. And he, he takes on the biggest bully. Robin Adeano, the one Mexican sick ass karate. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was yeah. like, what? The one Mexican kid in town is like the best fighter, and he does like MMA level shit. He does a Chuck Norris kick. Yeah. To Moose roundhouses. Him. Yeah, he roundhouse kicks the Moose, the bully in moose the face, bully. which is, I mean, it was awesome. But he like this kid can legitimately fight. He did like a reverse rear naked choke. Yeah. On the guy like bending his back backwards, and I was like, yeah. 
Who could execute that that perfectly? And it's so funny because he's wearing like cool guy clothes. He's dressed. I mean, he's dressed like the he's dressed like the uh, the Indian from uh, Wayne's World too. Like you know, I don't remember that. He, he reminds me of the kid from Cobra Kai, like the the blonde guy, like cut off shirts and bandana. He's got the bandana. He's, he's got the like good guy. He, you know? He's he's got like they they call him they call him like the Mexican kid. They use a you know the the moose bully in order to establish that he's the actual bully he uses a slur mm-hmm. uh for hispanic people but this kid's also he's wearing like a he's got his bandana and he's wearing like a a dream catcher around his neck so yeah. he's also got the native american heritage going on something like that yeah they lean into that a lot either way that kid's fighting and he's got to protect our he protects our main our protagonist finn he protects finny from mm-hmm. getting bullied by a bunch of other kids um, and then as soon as he gets abducted, those other kids fucking use that opportunity to pounce beat on Finny. Ass. Yeah, beat the <laughs> shit out of him. It's just constant. There's like the bullying in this town. Is, it's 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 insane. Rowdy. Dude, and it's yeah. the 70s, so everybody's wearing weird clothes. It's literally this Denver suburb. It's like watching the Warriors. Yeah, it's it just is. yeah yeah. It's just a bunch of 70s clothes. It's a bunch of open vests. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of jean jacket vests. Yeah, beating the shit out of each other. Shirts. Yeah, striped yeah. shirts. Uh, bandanas fucking each other up and they're yep. all 14 yep so i've never you know pissed off as hell yeah wearing 70s clothes and beating the fuck out of each other <clears throat> while um, they're also getting abducted yeah so yeah exactly i i would like to see a i wouldn't mind to see a, a version of this movie that like let's do this movie again and let's not even do the horror film abduction mm-hmm. part let me just see what the fuck is wrong with this town. Yeah. Is it, you know, they try to give us a little bit of something, you know, the dad, the the alcoholic abusive dad opens the newspaper and of course the headline is uh you know, they're getting rid of uh they're getting rid of veteran pensions or they're cutting steel mill hours or something like that. Something that's something that's uh putting a malaise on this on the parents to on the this kids town or, or on this particular yeah. dude's life, but mm. I don't know, a town of like what the fuck is going on with these children yeah who are vicious to each other might be an interesting movie on its own um however uh this movie is based on a joe hill book you know who joe hill is oh i didn't know it was based on a book yeah joe hill no i do not did not know that uh joe hill's stephen king's son really yeah okay um fine yeah so it's a it's a it's a stephen king jr novel not even a novel. I think it's a short story. Okay. Um, so about a about a the short story that Stephen King's son wrote is about a clown that abducts children. Real original. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Almost like, and, and you know, he's like, "Dad's not going to sue me." Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Which, frankly, if I'm Stephen King, with how prolific Stephen King is, I would just write books instead of like. You know how like parents like set their kid, you know, give them like a, you know, take over the family business. Sure. Or what's his name? Um, here's a perfect example of what I'm about to say. DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. He, he's like that DJ music producer. He puts his baby. He has like a two year old baby. And that kid is credited as an executive producer on like all his tracks. Jeez. Every single so thing. So he gets royalties? Yeah. Every, yeah. So that kid's going to get royalties off of DJ Khaled. He's like, at two at two years old, this kid is executive producer. Yeah. Which means for his entire life, he's going to get like royalties off these tracks. Wow. So that's like what he's doing. 
for you know that's like his that's one of his plans. I mean, obviously he just could just give his kid a pile of money, but he just wants to give. Or him maybe like, the baby's a really good producer. Yeah, that could be the other. Part yeah, of it. He's, he's recording his like his sick. Cries. Actually, do it this way. Uh, but that's what Stephen King. I bet you Stephen King is just hammering out the shit, and he's like, I don't even want to release this. Like, yeah, he just like put here, kid, put your name on it, and then you release it. My publicist will do it because I tell him to. Sure. And then also you can just whatever happens with it, you get that money. Um, I bet you that's what happened. But also, so the movie producers had to like, okay, well, we can't obviously do a movie about a clown kidnapping kids because that's been done. Yeah, in the same vintage film that's lens been, yeah, that, that, that it yeah. has. Yeah, a 70s clown abducting kids. I feel like that's been done. Yeah. Let's change him to a magician. <laughs> uh, and then we're we're all good. Uh, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You live in a tiny little town. You live in a little suburb outside of a outside of Denver. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a you have a son, early teenage years. Small town. Five kids have been abducted in the last year. Yep. How long do you stay in this town? You stay in the town. You stay in the town. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're committed to the town. Well, I'm a drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, that is a really weird like thing. Like, should we leave or? Well, and, and even when like, not to jump ahead, but there's moments where they're really pinpointing like where the areas of the kidnappings are happening, uh-huh. which would be the most. I mean, everyone would put that together so fast. They're like, it's happening in like within this very specific radius. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's leave. Yeah, exactly. Can we move a mile away? You know, right? That's that's what's so. That's what I gotta wonder, because you wonder, like, if you got kids, obviously their safety is your, and it's like, sure, they're stealing boys off the street that are of this age. Yeah, that's my son' age. First things first, you're not, you're not walking to school anymore. Mm -hmm. No more walking to school. You either take the bus or you get a gun now, or I'll drive you. Yeah, or never walk alone, or like all kinds of yeah stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, the other thing is like, and then it's like, all right, we'll just leave. We'll mm. move to a fucking another. We'll move to Aurora, another suburb. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get go to that high school, and then you can get shot <laughs> at, <laughs> instead. At, at Col- yeah, then you can get shot at Columbine. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing. It's like how many school shootings happen before you're like, I'm gonna homeschool this kid. Yeah, My, I fucking know enough geometry mm-hmm. to get this kid through high school, and I don't need him. You know, I don't need him getting fucking shot. That's the, if if it was all concentrated. That's the thing. It's just five abductions in this little town. Very concentrated area. Yeah. Too. If it, if it's just if one city in America was just having constant school shootings, at some point you could be like, I'm gonna fucking. I mean, if that happened. I'm gonna open up a I'm gonna open up a trigonometry book and try to teach this kid myself. Yeah, because I just can't I can't risk this anymore. No, yeah. I mean, after I think after the second one, all the parents would be like, "Oh, no, 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 no." You know, like first one's like, "Oh, that could be weird." Yeah, like, for, but yeah. the second one, you're like, "No, no, no, we're done, we're done." Well, we're three is the crazy because three is like, "Oh shit, there's a dude. We have a dude doing this pattern." Yeah. yeah, three is like, we have a there's an epidemic of yeah. Of, uh, of of fourteen year old boy, boy abductions, stealing. yeah. Um. <clears throat> then, so anyway, that's what's happening, and of course, our our hero, our protagonist, um, Finny, Finny Blake, 
He's on his way home from school. His sister goes off on her own to go hang out with a friend. Finn is uh, walking home by himself. And then the black van, the black magician van pulls up. Abracadabra. And yeah, and steps out and he even like drops a couple things pretending to be clumsy. He does that kind of yeah. whole thing. But obviously, you know what's coming. He's grabbing this. He's grabbing this kid. He's grabbing this boy. <clears throat> also, uh, that guy would be the number one suspect because they say early on, there's a black balloon left at the scene of the crime. Like, oh, you know, or something, some shit like that. He would be the number one suspect man. A thousand percent. He has a black van. It says abracadabra on the side. It looks like from the kidnapping that there's always black balloons in his van. Yeah, that's not details they've released to the public. Yeah. Uh, as we find out. But cops, well, come on. But yeah, I was like, well, who who's buying black balloons in this town? Could it be the could it be the black magi- the black themed could it be the goth magician? Yeah, could it be the obviously goth magician, the guy that walks around in weird face paint? Yeah. Like uh he's 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 got his face is painted. He wears all black like he's Johnny Cash plus a black top hat. Uh he might be buying some balloons. Yeah. And I if he's buying balloons, we got him. I don't know for sure, but I'm rolling the dice to say those balloons are black. Yes. Uh, anyway, so that's that's when our that's when our hero gets abducted, and uh, he's now stuck. He's he's stuck in a basement. Yep, he's in a weird concrete. Yeah, supposedly. And we'll we'll stop this. We'll I'll, we're not quite there yet, but I will stop and we'll we'll talk about spoilers a little bit. But one thing, I don't know how to say this, so. I'm going to say something. You think he deserved it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say something. And if you get upset by this, if you're, if you, if you're upset and you think I'm, and you don't like what I say, audience, I'm telling you, you are wrong. You are misunderstanding my point. There's no way you could possibly get upset about this. I don't know what you're going to say, but I'm going to back. I'm just going to go and say, I back you on yeah. this. Uh, you are wrong if you think I'm, if you think this doesn't make sense. Here's one kind of problem I have with this film. And it's, this is not a thing I want to see. That's very important. I'm not looking forward to this type of content, but in a movie where a adult man is abducting young boys, Everybody just use your brain. What do you think an adult man is abducting young boys for? Sexuals. Yes. Yes. And that doesn't come into play in this movie at all. No. They completely they completely avoid there's not a single hint that this dude is a gay pedophile which he could be, we don't know. Clearly, well in real life, that would be the reason. In if there's any attempt at uh Versimilitude in 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 this creating this villain for the screen, mm-hmm. it is one thousand percent obvious as to like what this dude, what he would be doing. He's a gay pedophile who abducts children, and then he 
commit sexual crimes. That is, I mean, because what we, we, we have none of that. What we have now is uh, we have a creepy magician guy who he abducts children. He abducts boys. He abducts 13-year-old boys mm-hmm. for the express point of like playing mind games with them and yeah and he wants to he try he threatens to beat them up um he's like he's like playing he's playing this game and he's trying to it's it it's it's weird i understand why they didn't want you know again the point is guys if, if you if you're gonna make a film like this mm-hmm. make it yeah, we all know what the we all know what the bad guy, we all know what the bad guy's motivation here yeah. is for. We know we know what these types of people do in real life. We know what they're doing. Don't try to make a movie where that's your bad guy without having him do the obvious bad thing that we all know that these guys are gonna do. Mm-hmm. All right, he's a he's a pedophile who's abducting boys for pedophilic sexual gay reasons that's you know for, for it to be like oh he just does that he just abducted six of these boys but he's not he's not committing the crime that every viewer is instinctively obviously knows yeah, i was that thinking he's that cr- the whole time i was like for sure he's gonna when is that we're like when yeah, is that hammer like, gonna that's drop? gonna suck i do not want to see that. yeah of course not yeah we're like but we're like when is this hammer gonna drop yeah. and it and it never does because the filmmakers like oh we don't want to make him we just want to make him. We just want to make him a creepy murderer, yeah. uh, um, a creepy murderer. You know, do you want to play a game saw kind of guy? Yeah, uh, leaving the leaving, pretending to leave the door open and waiting at the top of the stairs to beat the mm-hmm. shit out of him. That's you know he does he plays mind games with a twelve year old boy. Like first of all, if you can't win a mind game against an adolescent, you're a fucking idiot. And furthermore, again, it's just like why even bother to. Why bother to do this without making the villain what we all know the villain is? Yeah. The reason not to do it is because you don't want to get accused of like, you don't want to get accused of homophobia. Like, why does he have to be a gay pedophile? Mm, like, you maybe, know, yeah. people, people, mm. you know, re, uh, on a certain political spectrum react to that kind of stuff. They're or like, putting oh, maybe the child actor through some weird shit too. I, I look, I'm in no. No part of me thinks this movie had to be made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I'm not saying we need to see that movie. Yeah. I'm saying if you're going to make this movie, yeah, yeah. Let's not pre- let's not pretend don't make us all sit there like and ignore the obvious mm-hmm. gay pedophile part of it. Like we all know what it is. Especially when it's only boys, it's like oh, uh, bit of a, you yeah. Know? Even the clown, <laughs> yeah. even the it clown was just was like that was boys and Everyone's girls. Everyone's on the yeah. Table. That yeah. was that, he was just he was you know he's poly going he's after like, kids. He's... <laughs> yeah, so that's that's just the one thing I, that's my biggest criticism of it. It's like it's like either make him either make him a villain that we can understand and like that we all expect or make them not yeah but i don't believe in this again saw mind game magician yeah saw yeah. makes sense hey i'm i'm just a psych i'm i just love 
getting off on these games. I've got two people trapped in a room. One of you's got one of you's got half a knife, and the other one's got a something else, and I, you have to kill the other one. Yeah, um, that's fine. We know that exists. We saw that happen in Vietnam. Mm. Vietnam, the American POWs. They're 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 forcing American POWs to play Russian roulette, like we yeah. saw in, uh, yeah. um, like we saw in Deer Hunter. Yeah, and so for fun, in or they would they would torture American POWs by making them play Russian roulette. And one of them would die, and then all the Viet all the Viet Cong would laugh, and then they the other the living the living one goes back into his fucking bamboo pen. Saw makes sense because that kind of cruelty yeah has has, has existed, existed in real life, yeah. and so does unfortunately the yeah yeah. And then yeah. the kind of cruelty they didn't show in this movie also exists in real life, mm-hmm. way more than way more than the playing mind games with a. Yeah, with my teen captive exists. Yeah, so again, if you're upset by that, it's because you're you don't understand it. Uh, you're you're dumb if you're upset by what I just said. Um, at yeah, all. this. Yeah, and and there's so much more to talk about too. But they they could have even been like, and a body was found, and it was you know violated. You yeah, know, or I'm something not, like that. Yeah, obviously <laughs> yeah. you don't. Obviously you can't yeah. film fucking child yeah. pornography. The actor's fourteen or fifteen. You know, you can't. I'm not saying you film it, but you have. You know, that is what this bad guy is. Yeah, yeah. And then to completely like gloss over it again. Now that was the most tense part of the film. Was like, when is that going to happen? I don't understand his motives at all. Even for he me, has none. He has zero motives because even. Well, we got to get into spoilers pretty soon because I'm going to run out of stuff. All right, folks. Let's get into it. If you want to avoid spoilers, skip to one hour and four minutes. And we'll do a non-spoiler section at the end. Um, all right. I've got orange juice pulp all over my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> it's, in, it's on your message. You got it. But even when he like breaks through, I'm just going to talk about shit now. Yeah. When Even it. when he breaks through and finds like the meat locker, I'm like, oh, is he selling meat? Is he selling like boy meat? Yes. No, he's not. That's just a lot of meat that's in a fridge. Yeah. They just have like, a freezer. I was like, oh, maybe that's why he's doing it. Like, oh, there's his motive. Like he is a psycho, but maybe he enjoys doing this, but maybe he's selling the meat or eating the meat. You know, that's a that's a motive too. He just likes boy meat for some stupid reason. I yeah. You know, like I was like, nope. Then they were like, no, that's not your motive. Actually, he's just a weirdo. A hundred percent. I also don't. I also don't mind. I I don't mind a a villain not having. I don't mind a villain just appearing. Yeah. And not having a, you know, not having like a backstory. Sure. Famously, I mean, obviously, probably the best version of that ever done was uh, the Dark Knight. With the Joker just being this anomaly that exists, yeah, and I was so disappointed the first time I watched that. Really? Movie. Well, because the first scene when the Joker's like, "Do you want to know how I got these scars?" and I was immediately like, "Oh man, I don't want to fucking know, man. Don't mm-hmm. give us this shit." And uh, and so for the next like ten twenty minutes of the film, I was like, "Bummer." I don't want to. You know, he's an abused kid, and now he's the Joker. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't even care. And yeah. then. The second time he goes, you know how I got these scars? He's making shit up. He changes the story, yeah. and it's clear that he's making it all up, and it's just fucking nonsense, and he's lying, and he's just crazy. That's when I was back. I was like, I love this. I was back yeah. on board in a big way, and it's been one of the. It's one of the best like 
it's such a great film. Absolutely. For that, it's so well written. That's one of the best performances ever. Yeah. Um, but that's exactly so. I I am on record as saying I love it when they don't explain a character's backstory. Um, but there's something. But most killers do have a thing. Yeah. Most killers do have a like a sort of like reason, whether it's like they're not just like willy nilly doing shit. Like they have like usually a pattern that they like to yeah. succeed at. For sure. Yeah. So I I don't think the killer I don't think um the grabber, as our villain the is called. The grabber. I don't think the grabber is a very realistic villain. Now you could say that that's a dumb complaint based on the fact that we also have a young girl, the sister, who's having yeah. prophetic dreams. There's magic in this, yeah. obviously. There's yeah. magic in there's, this movie. There's a little it's bit not of, a practical movie. Yeah, so... But nobody knows that it's a magical world except for us Yeah, and the girl who has her dreams. She's and like then, a clairvoyant of dreams. Yeah, and then the boy who's uh, talking to the former victims. Yeah. I do really like this... I do really like this conceit of he's trapped in the basement now. Uh, he's the only one trapped in the basement, which means he correctly deduces that the five children abducted before him are dead. Yeah. Um, there's an old phone on the wall of this basement. It's never been torn out, but it's certainly not connected. However, it rings every once in a while. Yeah. And eventually he picks it up and there's a voice on the other end. Not connected, not talking to nobody. But somehow the Ghost pre phone. yeah the previous deceased have found a way have decided to communicate with the current captive using this phone yeah um, and it's a very cool it's a very cool kind of storytelling thing everything all like, a bunch of different uh, aspects of it they all they all line up together it's very much like a Seinfeld episode where all the four storylines converge at the end yeah or even like a Captain Planet where with our powers combined, because mm -hmm. every every that is what it was. All five kids had their own attempt at escaping, mm -hmm. and it takes it takes all five of those uh, to defeat the monster. Yeah, yeah. Finn Finn tries to tries to escape all five ways, and he's not successful any of those ways. But when at the final showdown, the final confrontation, he is successful. I mean, because because he's ha he's tried all five of those and he's able to uh, he's able to use them in conjunction with each other and then they all they all play a part in his success. I think it was a little sloppy. They do like on paper all play into some, but some of them felt like sloppy, like the the fridge one. Like he couldn't get out. The only thing he took from digging that whole thing was getting a screw out of the thing and I think he used the screw for something. No. Right? No. The fridge one paid off because he, the meat the meat distracted the dog. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So the the final showdown, our villain brings a vicious dog down. Yeah. And ties him up near the door so the kid can't escape. And uh uh but because of his earlier attempt he he got he got through the wall into a freezer, but he couldn't get out of the freezer because mm -hmm. it was one of those old timey freezers that like has a real lock on it, um, like a really good handle, which I feel like you could have broken through. Yeah, that would have been possible. Yeah, that would have been a possible. That would you know either way. So he couldn't get out that way, but he could get to the stakes, 
So he takes a stake out and throws it to the dog, and then the mm-hmm. dog doesn't care about killing this boy anymore. And he makes his final escape. Um, <clears throat> so that kind of storytelling, like I said, it's a little cheesy to make every aspect of it kind of like come together and be valuable. Yeah. But it, it reminded me, it did exactly what the village did. Or I'm sorry, not the village. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, signs. When Shyamalan at the end, like the water is placed near the aliens, and then he tells, "Do you remember?" Vaguely, I, vaguely. It's been a long. I know. It, I know. Water kills aliens. Is set but... up and magically explained because, like, when she, when the wife is hit by the car, she's like, "Tell Jesse to swing hard, swing hard," or something like that. Because he used to be a baseball yes, player. Yeah, and, then, and he and killed then him with a baseball bat. And then the girl, for some weird reason, likes to have water everywhere, and that plays into the defeat of like the alien in their house like it all kind of comes to you it, it was pretty yeah. much signs it was a way to kind of like use weird unexplained instances and sayings and activities to bring something down in, yeah in a way i don't know well but, yeah that's very i mean that makes sense i haven't seen signs in a long time signs is famously i mean signs is famously a bad movie especially regarding like Water kills these aliens. Yeah, I don't know then why would they come here. They yeah, they didn't do their research. They yeah. found the one planet in the entire galaxy that has water. Yeah, and then they tried to fucking fuck with us. And also in Iowa, like it, that's where they started was corn cornfields in Iowa. It's like yeah, you know that's not where you start. You go to you, you go, go to, some, to Vegas. Yeah, you gamble. You go to some place that matters. <laughs> uh, like the valley. No. Uh, so anyway. Let's see. Ethan Hawke um, gets to wear a mask the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool for an actor mm-hmm. to not have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, acting, I think most of acting is really in the voice and your tone. Most of acting is in the voice. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah, I really do believe that. So acting wasn't invented until... Silent film acting is just means nothing to you. I don't watch that bullshit. But no, when acting, I acting when, was invented after the talkie was invented. Well, those were very like obviously. I don't know when I when I watch a movie, I really do focuses focus on the person's voice okay. and the accent that they're choosing for the role and like how loud they're speaking. Like I really think about the voice a lot. Okay. And I thought his voice was kind of cool for this. He did this like very like, and you're and we're playing a game, and we're like yeah. yeah. I thought I was like I like your choice. I like I think it sounded really cool like with the mask. I thought it was cool, but there were too many things in this movie where that were too distracting mm-hmm. and uh, bad or weird or cheesy for me to like be sucked into it or be like you're a scary guy. Yeah, you know he did do a weird voice. He actually, that's kind of how he got the role or not. Um, so the the director. Wanted Ethan Hawke for this role. Ethan Hawke, uh, according to my IMDb research, Ethan Hawke does not enjoy horror films. Yeah, uh, he made one in 2012 that he didn't he didn't want to do or against his like initial judgment. But yeah. he did he did this one in 2012, and he had a better time than he thought he would. But he's in general he's not a horror film guy. He doesn't really like to watch them. He doesn't want to also. He doesn't want to make. He doesn't want to be on set doing weird stuff, making somebody uncomfortable. Sure. Certainly doesn't want to do what I think should happen in this movie, which is you know, play into the obvious like yeah. psychosexual nature of this kind of criminal. 
Um, he definitely doesn't want to do that kind of thing. So he, he, he's just, in general, not that comfortable with this kind of stuff. But the director really wanted him. Director sent him the script. And Ethan Hawke's like, if I like the script, if it's good enough, then sure, I'll, I'll put aside my preferences and I'll, I'll sure. do it. Anyway, he calls the director back, leaves a voicemail using the voice. He 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 liked it. He says uh, he creates the voice. Mm. He figures out what voice he wants to do, and he leaves the director a voicemail. Yeah, as as in character, being like, "Here's the voice, and here's I'm gonna do it, and whatever I'm gonna do it, whatever the voice is." <laughs> um, Fucking actors, dude. Yeah. So he that was like, and then the director hears his voicemail, and he's like, "Cha-ching! I got Ethan Hawke for my cha-ching, like, I, baby." I got it. Ma- I got it made. Hey, I will say this movie uh, couldn't have been expensive to make. No, I yeah, it definitely wasn't expensive, which I I, I like. Only a few different sets. Um, you know, not a ton of you know, a little bit of costuming, but yeah, there's some old cars. You gotta you gotta dig up some 1978 cars and make them look like they're 19. You know, make them look like they're not 40 years old. Yeah, but uh, 48, 44 years old. Um. But yeah, uh, overall, nice low budget picture. Uh, uh, the idea of him, uh, the idea of the phone being a conduit to the afterlife. Um, cool, very cool mm-hmm. story. Again, yeah. it, it takes it, it takes it supernatural. It's no longer, um, it's no longer like realistic or grounded or at all. It, it is a supernatural thing. Same thing with the the little girl having her dreams. Um, I've talked to other friends about this film before I had even seen it. I just finished watching it a few hours ago. But I knew from the trailer, there's one kind of big story element that doesn't quite work. And it is, it is the fact that we have two main characters, basically. We have mm-hmm. a, we have the brother and sister. We have Finn and uh, whatever the girl's name is. Gwenny? Gwen, thank Gwendolyn? you. Yep, Finn, yeah. and, Finn and Gwen. So... Her brother gets kidnapped. He's obviously our main character. He is working diligently to get out of this basement and escape on his own. Mm-hmm. That's his hero's journey, and we have to see that. Obviously, the, our our hero has to triumph. How is Finn going to get himself out of the situation? That's the movie we're watching. Her story is the B story. How is she going to rescue her brother? using her magic dreams that she has, using her premonitions or, or whatever they are. <clears throat> Here's the problem is that her story is how do I rescue my brother? Mm-hmm. His story is how do I rescue myself? One of these stories can't pay off because... They're... Yeah. C- c- so they she, can't have the same yeah, result. They yeah. have, right. They have the exact same goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's like, well, we, and then, so it's obvious that we have, we have our, we, our main character needs to be the one that, that's our main story. That's our A story. Sure. Like a sitcom. That's our A story. That's the one that definitely has to pay off. He has to rescue himself. That's what, that's what we're watching this movie for a very respectable hundred minutes. I love it. Um, that's what we're watching. Mm. So her entire B story is pretty ineffective and kind of meaningless because yeah i mean it they, doesn't we're in spoilers yeah we're in spoilers but it it, it it does help them find the bodies so it didn't fully get in the way of his i they true but that's not what she was setting out to do and also they would have done that they would have found that eventually yeah 
once they found the guy, I mean, they his, would have been like done research. Yeah. Oh, he owns these homes. Yeah, blah, blah, let's, yada, look, yada, let's yada. look at his. Let's look at all the property yeah. he owns. Oh, he owns the building across the street. Bodies. Let's fucking walk around <laughs> there for a little yeah. bit. Um. So, you know, again, and and that's the kind of thing I could tell from the trailer. Yeah. Was that like her story? One of these characters' stories is not going to pay off. Um. So they should have focused her on something different somehow and i just like don't know what that or is to do something yeah yeah who knows but so f- for that reason it's a little unnecessary to kind of even have her um <clears throat> and then there's one other little kind of nitpicky thing i don't know i don't want to get this into like but anyway one of the kids one of the kids tells him the combination to the lock yeah, and that's or, his, that's yeah. his first escape. He escapes very Jeffrey Dahmer esque. One of one of Dahmer's uh, one of Dahmer's victims actually escaped, and then Dahmer captured him outside and was able to get him back inside his house. So this is a uh, obviously heavily inspired from the real life of Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy and um, <clears throat> whoever the other you know some of the Mansons I guess other serial killers, but. He he escapes. He clearly knows the lock because he unlocked it and got out of there. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, after he after he overcomes <clears throat> our villain, he escapes the exact same lock. The villain doesn't think to change it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. That's nothing. That's that's nitpicky. But you know, come on, folks. Okay, the biggest plot hole in this movie. Yeah, and I don't. No, no, no. I'm saying this is. Yeah, what I know. I'm about to say. I know, but I, I don't want to go. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. This is not a plot hole. There's a lot of like those YouTube channels that are like pointing out plot holes and pointing out like science. Like, oh, you know, actually, if you look at physics, this would have never happened. Again, this is an anti-science podcast. I say that every time. Science sucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we don't believe the science in this household. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a that's a joke. But do you know what I'm gonna say? No, I don't. What's what, I have no idea. Where you're the going. brother, which one? The the kill- oh, how I mean, it just makes no sense. And and this looks like a tiny house. Yeah, the killer is operating in the kitchen or the the kitchen that leads down to the basement is right next door to the living room. Yeah. And the living room is where the killer's brother is trying to solve the murder. He's cause he's not involved. He's yeah. trying to help the police, but he's also like a he's cocaine, a, <clears throat> cocaine like guy. Yeah. He's a coke addict. He's just an enthusiast. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a, a conspiracy guy and he thinks he, he thinks he's got his finger but on his the pulse. Br- and then, the, he, but so there's a combination lock on the door that his brother is staying at too. Yeah. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't that make sense. Sh- none of the brother made sense. Especially at all. since that was the front door. That's the front door. That's the door that the brother. So when the police were just canvassing the neighborhood mm-hmm. and they went and knocking on doors, the brother just opens the door no problem. He doesn't yeah. say. He doesn't say, "Hey, sorry, I I have to undo this combination lock real quick." Twenty three. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. He's not like there. Sorry, officer, I can't let you in. Um, it would have made sense if the brothers stayed in the other house. That would have made me. And way why more didn't sense. he do that? Like, hey, hey, you can have this whole house. Lock the basement or some shit. You yeah, know, well, or he, like, they had a. They even had a shelf in front of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why didn't you just let your brother use this other house? And like that shit made zero sense to me. Yeah, that part. I, mean, I couldn't believe that. 
Yeah, like, that was a little convoluted. Again, we don't see what's going on outside, so maybe he's doing all this at a time when he thinks his brother's not there. I don't know. It's very maybe like he doesn't he doesn't try to lure the kids up from the basement if he knows his brother's around. Sure. When his brother goes out for the night to do coke and party, yeah, that's when he that's when he puts on the mask. He locks the front door. He unlocks the, the thing. He pretends to to forget. Yes, it's just a reach. It's like yeah. I shouldn't have to do all the explaining. Exactly. You know? Like, Thank you. I shouldn't have to be... I shouldn't have to fill in the gaps for you. Yeah, it's not my oh, job to be... Also, the brother just didn't need to be in the movie. Yeah, I like, I read... All. I did read about that. They put that character in. That was like a last-minute addition. They put that in to give to give the viewer a break because it is without that... That one character gives us... He gives us a little bit of... Lightheartedness. Not even... It's not even that comedic. But it gives it gives a little bit of like it's the one moment in the middle of the film where they're not constantly building tension and constantly yeah. driving towards this climax. We get a little plateau of like here's a separate scene about a guy that's still peripherally interested in this case, but he's not desperate like the sister. He's not mm. desperate. He's the one guy that doesn't reek of desperation. Mm. He's just an interested He's an enthusiast. Of, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. He's just a dude that read about this on the news and got into it and put a map well, up Well, he on would have been a better guy to be a to be not the killer's brother. He just would have been a better guy that existed. A hundred percent. Yeah. That he would, as a guy, a guy showing up to the police station bothering people. Uh-huh. A guy that meets the little girl. He meets, he meets the sister and then they. They have a little side quest. They, they, they bond a little bit. She yeah. Sh- there could have been they yeah, that would have been it which that is been it. which is bad because you your brother was abducted by a by a strange and man why are you hanging guy. out with a strange man yeah just because he's, he'd have to be very goofy and aloof and not well it would have to be you could build tension that way like is he just is he just is he luring, a part of it is he, is he yeah, yeah is he luring this girl into something sure. else but it turns out no he's just a goofy guy and then he does figure it out mm-hmm. somehow He's just he, or there's a helpful addition. Well, he yeah, he he believes her dreams because he's mm-hmm. also a nut job. Yeah, that would have been perfect. He he has the neighborhood narrowed down. He walks around. He looks in the mirror, sees a kid in the basement. He goes in. He finds his way down, and then still he's, he's dispatched in the exact same way that the yeah. Character. That would have been fine. That would have made that would have been a lot more streamlined and would have made a Absolutely. lot more sense. Yeah. And then that would have given that would have given the daughter. A more sympathetic character, absolutely, to, to to lean on than her father, who hates her and was no use, not looking for his son at all. He drove, well, he drove her around. She begged her father to drive yeah. her around town looking for him because she had a. Dr- I had a dream about the funny tree outside, and she's like, "Dad, you know, please. I know you don't believe in my dreams. I know you think mom was crazy and she killed herself because of because yeah. of she also had her weird clairvoyant dreams. powers. Yeah, she also had dreams, and then she." killed herself and now you hate both of us for it just please just drive me around town looking for this fucked up tree so i can yeah find my brother and then the dad grudgingly <clears throat> acquiesces and mm. and does so there's one brief little scene of them doing that that's the only I time the dad is like looking at all yeah but yeah ha- <clears throat> having this other character be something else would have made more sense i think that would have been a way cooler story <clears throat> that would have made this movie a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because right now I don't see any like themes really in this film. And we're, well, well here, here's my biggest problem. Okay, is the trailer 
you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, that's true. You're you're like, oh, they're going to use. He's going to get the clues from the ghost phone, and then the clairvoyant sister's going to help in some way. Boom! I knew in the trailer. It's yeah. like they well, gave it all away. Dude. Yeah, and I, I mean, knew in the trailer that the sister's story and the brother's story, one of them wasn't going to pay off. Yeah, and I could guess easily which one would yeah. be it. Um, let's leave. Let's leave spoilers right now. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can even leave a marker there. No, I can't. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll figure this out later. But so we're out of we're out of spoilers right now. Um, trying to find like there's nothing really other than like the theme of of teamwork. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what is this movie about? If we had to dig a little deeper than than. I don't think it's about anything. I think it's just like a, a an approachable kind of thriller, you know, like yeah, for a, maybe thirteen year olds to go to the movie theater and see during the summer. Yeah, you know, for a, like a kids to see. It's a supernatural. Yeah, it's a, it's kind a, of thriller. It's a interesting. It has a sort of interesting thing about it. I could see find alluring, not for me, but uh, on paper maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, because it's really not. It's really not a story. Like if I was about four, family, if I was really. fourteen, I would think this movie was probably pretty cool. Yeah, if I was younger and like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, the phone. You yeah. know, <laughs> the phone told them what to do. Yeah, the old timey phone. If I didn't know other stories and other movies, maybe I. If I was a young younger, I'd probably like this movie more. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. And uh, let me see. I've got a couple notes. So let's skip that. The only um, only other thing is so the executive producer is Jason Blum from the House of Blum or Blumhouse Pictures as uh, famous for making, you know, B horror movies throughout the throughout the decades. OK. Um, Blumhouse is a very, a very famous name. I can't remember what else they've put out, but I'm not a huge horror guy. I mean, either. Uh, so I, I don't know all this kind of stuff, but it, if you have anybody in your life that's like a legitimate horror fan and they enjoy even the B horror films and stuff like that, they'll instantly recognize Blumhouse and stuff like that. Blumhouse is like Troma. You know, Blumhouse and Troma are both like hmm. <clears throat> those companies that just that's what they specialize in. Sure. Low low budget horror. But anyway, this is one of theirs. It's a it's a little bit bigger than I think they normally do. Here's an interesting story. Again, this is just straight from IMDb, sure. IMDb so who even cares? But the uh, uh <clears throat> The director, so Jason Blum is the uh, producer, and Derrickson's the director. The director's, uh, the director's house burned down after filming this movie. Really? Yeah, he had a fire in his house, and he he lost his house. That sucks. Uh, or yeah, or, no, his house burned down actually before filming in 2018. But anyway, so he moved. He finally he was like in between houses. He finally moves into a new house after this film is made. And as a gift, the the producer sends him a black phone, but he has it secretly installed in his basement. No. So the day the director moves into his house, his new house, yeah. I don't know how this happened. He probably you know got the guy's wife or he got somebody, he, yeah. somebody from the family. He got in on it. But anyway, he hears a phone ringing and he goes down to his basement and he sees a black phone That's on his wall. That's cool. So, I kind of like that. And then and it's. Even though it's an old timey black phone, it's hooked up. It's speed dial to the to to the, his friend. It's speed dial to the executive producer, yeah. uh, Jason Blum. 
So he all he has to do is pick up the phone and it automatically dials Jason Blum. So anyway, that's hilarious. That was like a that was just a joke he pulled on the director. That's pretty sick. That is a pretty funny story. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, what's the part that's on, it's like? How did you get into this dude's basement? You know, he had somebody. He had secret tunnel. He had, <laughs> he had help on the inside. Yeah, to pull out that practical joke. But it's good to see people in Hollywood having fun. I love it. I love when people that make a lot of money can do really expensive pranks on each other. Hey, if you're, I like to think about that. If you're a film producer and you want to pull a prank, why don't you install a phone in your friend's house instead of uh, inviting an intern to your hotel room and then sexually assaulting her? All right, (laughs) how about that, you fucking Hollywood? Different ways to live life, guys. Hollywood pieces of shit. Why don't you take a page out of Blum's book and do something charming and fun? Instead of uh, being the goddamn savages you are in fucking L.A., you're all pieces of shit. And I know you're watching this. All right. Uh, Well, would you recommend this film? Nope. No, you're saying no. I'm going to say no. Interesting. Okay. I don't think it has... For for this type of, like, uh, story and theme, I really wanted there to be more of an impact than just the ghost helping him... And using thing that to me wasn't enough of like a payoff. I don't know. I yeah. kind of liked it. I I, I liked it very. Uh, it was very my five Chinese brothers, whatever that that yeah, old time story. story. Yeah. yeah, one of them. They all worked together to do something. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Again, there's just a, a few things that I, I think they should have. You know, I think they I think they could have gone further and added a little bit of. Uh, um, not even realism, but added a little bit more grit to it. I guess would be yeah. the one thing to say. But yeah, I at a at a hundred and four minutes, an hour forty four. Go check it out. I would say I would recommend it. If uh, and I'm not even the biggest horror fan or suspense fan, but I I did like it. I definitely was on edge. I'm I I'm kind of a scaredy cat. I yeah. don't like. I don't like to the I don't jumpies. Like, yeah, I don't like the jumpies, and this yeah. one this one got me a few times. So if you're into that, you know, go for it. I, yeah. uh, you're getting a yes from me and a no from Jimmy D. Uh, that's a rare thing. Yeah, that's actually pretty rare. No, that's great. I I I need to find uh, you know, I've got a few episodes coming up uh, with with some other friends and stuff like that, and I'm gonna start like requesting people that like. I want to find somebody I just like don't agree. That was, you know, uh, I want to find somebody I don't agree with. Sure, it's, it is sometimes more fun to fight on the pod. Yeah, me and Steve, me and Steve back in the day used to just fight about movies. That was kind of a, <laughs> the original name of this podcast was Nick and Steve disagree. Yeah, uh, but we we ended up not. It's we like ended up not it's doing like those that. sports shows where like one guy. Yeah. Is like tasked of liking something, and then he's like, "Actually, he is a good quarterback." And the other guy's yeah. like, "He's trash. He's a bum. He's yeah. a bum from hell." Yeah, yeah. Stephen Smith and Skip Bayless just both being the dumbest people on earth and cash and checks. Argue, under, yeah. <laughs> outside of the desk, though, just having to have that's the that's the dumbest thing about. It. That's why sports like journalism sucks is because it doesn't. None of it. None of it matters. Yeah, we, we, they spend hours and hours talking about like, is this team good? Is it not? And it's like, we know they're not good. They're one, two, and one. Like they've, yeah. they've <laughs> We know this Colts team fucking sucks. There's but no this debate. Linebacker, he's got something about him I really like. And you're like, well, they're gonna, they're not going to the playoffs. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, 
Matt Matt Ryan is is playing very well. He look at the number of yards. He's got seven fucking fumbles in yeah. four games, dude. <laughs> he sucks. The stats they get so like the stats in football are so funny because they'll yeah. bring out like the most random stat and be like, maybe there's chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they keep making yeah. up like they keep making up new formulas. Like, well, if you look at his uh, adjusted quarterback percentage metric, yeah. he's actually in the top. 18% which is which historically <laughs> since we've been keeping track of these no numbers one's done that. we've been yes. keeping track of these numbers since May of last year and uh and historically we haven't really seen a performance like this his breaths per meter are just absolutely insane yeah exactly his resting heart rate during passes um so anyway yeah anyway the Colts suck uh I think this movie's good Jimmy thinks it sucks uh anyway thanks so much for tuning in jimmy where can the folks find out about you yes it's gonna be sleepy cowboy tx on instagram or bad thrillers tx on instagram all right and, once and also i should say too um i don't plug my comedy pack podcast enough danger junior P or danger uh jrpr uh we're releasing our third season of the podcast uh pretty i think we're gonna upload them all like uh two a week uh, I believe this week. So if you're really? interested in uh, a comedy writer's podcast, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And check it out. Check out Danger Jr. Danger JRPR. Uh, two a week, huh, for season three. Yeah. I think we recorded 10. So it might yeah. be like five weeks of like Interesting. Uh, content. So that's cool. That's a cool system to do. I know a lot of podcasts do seasons. So they're not mm -hmm. constantly trying to come up with shit like I am just every week. I like who wants to be on this show. Uh, I mean that that's not true. I, it worked for us. I think it was more out of like yeah. us being so busy. We eventually got to ten. Now we'll just release them. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Very cool. Well, thanks everybody. As always, I'm uh, at Nick Tazo Drums on Instagram. At Nick Tazo on Twitter. Uh, follow Let's Get Trashed on Instagram. At Get Trashed Pod on Twitter. All that kind of stuff. Uh, thanks so much. Like and subscribe. Tell a friend about it. Tell me if you like this movie. And when I say tell me, I mean leave a comment on YouTube. Do not comment. tell. Do not tell me in person. Um, no, I'm kidding. If I see you in person, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I'd even more but love to... But what kind of phone you have in the comments? Yeah, tell me about your phone. Tell me about your phone do, in the comments. How do we make... If we make the if we make the 2000 version, we have to remake this for 2000. Yep. It's just a, it's just a Nokia phone. And that's the one that's like, it's strong enough for yeah. him to... <laughs> it still has power yeah, for the ghost to Nokia call. phones were so... They were so tough you could still beat the shit out of your uh, captor yeah. with that, or you could still dig a hole in the, in the, in the concrete the, wall. In the concrete with the, with a Nokia phone. <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of... It's, so it's a box. That's what it is. It's a drawer of old phones that were discarded because yeah. we have a million old electronics. So we got the Nokia to beat somebody over the head with. We have, the, we have the razor. Oh, to cut. Yeah, the razor to... sharpen the sides. To, car to cut somebody or unscrew something, there the Motorola go. razor. Yeah. Um, yeah, all those kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could get the one that has like a little radio thing on it, the, the chirpy one. Remember that one? The radio oh, people, like cops yes. and shit. That was, all, that that was, was next tell. That's a third one for you. Yeah, the next, <laughs> yeah, the next tell. So you're talking to a ghost and you have to be like, uh, uh, unsc unscrew the back of the fridge. Over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Let's get trashed. Peace.